Geiger Investments presents the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger. There are many pieces to the modern retirement puzzle. This show talks about those pieces of retirement and the tools used to help the retired and soon to be retired toward their lifetime goals. Welcome. The Academy is on the air. Welcome to the Retirement Focus Academy, powered by Geiger Investments. And Kevin Geiger joins us right now. And of course, you can find out more about Kevin, his wife, Lauren, a business partner, as well as a life partner uh, on the website is GeigerInvestments.com, G-E-I-G-E-R, GeigerInvestments.com. If you have any questions about anything you hear on the program today, you can always call the team. They're here to help. Uh, there's no cost for this conversation. It's 843-375-8700, 843 8700. And of course, you can always, if you're trying to educate yourself about some of the topics in retirement, you can always go to the always free, the retirementfocusacademy.com website. There are a lot of different workshops on there. Some are on demand, some are in person. There's a lot of options for you, but you can find out more at the retirementfocusacademy.com website. All right, today we're going to talk a little income planning. And, you know, I think the least important thing when it comes to retirement is replacing our paychecks. That would probably be a false statement, would it not? Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's a big piece of it, right? So when you think about income, I mean, that's really where it all starts. Do I have enough? When can I retire? Will my money last as long as I do? I mean, those are all really income-related questions. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people do with planning their retirement, or is it the lack of planning for their retirement? That's a big piece of the puzzle. It is the lack of planning. You know, I... I it would shocks me the most is when we sit down with people and I say, what have you done to kind of plan for this? Maybe you're a few years away from retirement or you're going into retirement. You know, how are you planning? Have you put a budget together? You know, have you done, you know, putting an income plan and things like that together? Have you thought about health costs? Have you thought about, you know, vacations, you know, and how much it's going to cost? And then all of a sudden it's like a deer with the headlights, right? <laughs> they go look across the room like, hey, you got to be kidding me. Right? When do we, we never thought of all this stuff. So, you know, one of the biggest things is, you you know, before you're going into retirement, you've got to have a budget. I mean, budget is first and foremost, right? Because not only do we worry about the income coming in, but the most important thing is we got to understand how much money is actually going out. This is probably the number one area that I see as always a problem. So, you know, what I would say, if you're getting a few years away from retirement and you know what your financial situation will look like, maybe you're going to have your mortgage paid off next year or just before you retire or whatever the case might be, put a budget together. Get a real clear understanding as far as where you stand financially. Because then from there, now you can start working on things like planning for income and doing the things you need to do outside of that stuff. But the first step is always the budget. And if you haven't done that yet, you need to be doing that because that is the first step to making sure that you're going to succeed through retirement. All right, so, so let's that, change that name then. Think of a diet. Diet has a negative connotation, so it's our health plan. Uh, our budget, negative connotation. I can't spend a nickel now because I'm on a budget. Let's look at it as a spending plan. We know what's going out, what's going in, what we have to do. How about that? Are you with me? Let's call it a spending <laughs> plan. Then it's we're excited about it. Budget, we're not excited. But I understand that because I do think it, and one of the, you know, you talked about this before, and one of the things I did, I said, okay, I'm going to, I've never done a budget. I'm 61. Maybe I should do a budget. Just see kind of what's where I am. I know I'm getting paid every two weeks and I'm not spending more than I make. Um, I'm maybe not saving as much as I need to, but I'm, I know I'm not going backwards anyway. And I did it and I forgot groceries. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess I don't need to eat. That probably wouldn't hurt for a while, right? Right. 
Um, so it is interesting when you think about all these moving parts to retirement and you, you think about, well, one of the simplest things is, well, what's going out? What's coming in? What do I need in retirement to maintain my lifestyle? What do you think is the most important piece to this puzzle of retirement? Well, you know, once we got that budget figured out and what now it comes down to the income planning. What are you going to do to create that income for yourself? Well, if you if you're thinking that, well, you know, I've, I've retired now. So that paycheck is now stopped. This is the one thing that people just a lot of times just don't even kind of comprehend. You stopped working. You go, oh, yeah, well, I got Social Security coming in, so that's going to be my, my income part to this, and then I'll just draw money from my investment account because that's just the way it works, and this is the way you're supposed to do that. But the problem with that is is that's, that's just not going to be the right source to go about things. you got to face the facts that Social Security by itself is probably not going to cover all your income needs going forward. And if you're just going to be drawing from one bucket, you know that's not being very diversified on how you're doing things in retirement. Because what happens when we have another pandemic? What happens when we have another 2008 or you know 2001? You know these market crashes can happen and they come on strong and they come on quick. By the time you react, you've your whole financial situation has completely changed. And so, and if you're in the distribution stage of things in life, because if you're retired, you're going to have to start drawing money. You've got to make sure that money's going to last as long as you do, if not longer. So, you know, proper income planning is probably one of the biggest things that I would say that people need to be focusing on. And, and I, when I say focus, it's got to be your primary goal outside of setting that budget, knowing how much you need to spend. Now I need to make sure that you have the reliable sources in place for your income. So if you'd like to talk about where's your income going to come from in retirement, well, I have these tools in my retirement toolbox. How are they going to help me live the retirement that I've always dreamed of? That's a great question for the team at Geiger Investments. 843-375-8700. This would be right in their wheelhouse. This is what they do for people all the time. Help them figure out where their income's coming from. Do they have enough? Do they need a little bit more? Uh, there's a lot of questions. 843-375-8700. So when you look at retirement, and you've been doing this for a long time, uh, over 20 years, so you think about the risk, and the risk have probably changed from when you started in this business to today. What are what are the biggest risks that today's retirees face? Biggest risk we have in this in this market right now is you know we we talk about inflation a lot, right? Inflation's a big piece of the puzzle. If you're drawing enough income today, it might not be enough income tomorrow. You've got to understand that cost is going to go up. You get people don't think about the healthcare stuff. They don't think about the fact that the healthcare, you know, just because you have Medicare doesn't mean that everything's going to be covered. There's going to be out outside of expenses that you're going to have to handle that kind of stuff. You know, and then obviously going down to traveling. You know, we, I, what I always see a lot, I'd say two out of three retiree clients of ours typically go on to a travel spree and they start traveling all around the world and doing that kind of stuff and they just didn't factor how expensive things are going to be. Uh, let alone, you know, factoring how their budget might be off because maybe you did forget about the food in the budget, you know, or you you forgot about the fact that maybe you want to go out to a restaurant four times a week versus the one time you budgeted for. So, you know, you got to kind of put these pieces in the place and you've got to understand that, you know, you got to make sure that you have enough income coming in in order to fulfill all the things you want to do in retirement. And also don't overspend because you got to realize that you've got to make that money last for as long as you last. Keyword. And not just you, your spouse as well. Maybe you have a younger spouse 
then the fact of the matter is you got to base it on their life, you know, making sure that you're going to have enough resources in place to have a comfortable retirement. Yeah. So you think about the, the budget and you have to think, you know, if you just go, well, I'm going to look at a couple months. Well, don't forget the, the things you pay quarterly or the things you pay biannually or the things you pay annually. Uh, those all have to be put in that budget as well. And it would seem that that would be a kind of a logical step for people to think about, OK, I've got to replace my paycheck. How am I going to do that? But most don't really, I think, to me, I'm not in the financial world. I was in the sports world for a long time, so this is all new to me to a degree. And I'm 61. I mean, I'm Social Security eligible this year. I should know about this, but I really don't. Uh, I think this is something that's lacking in our school systems where they really should be teaching you more about these types of things, how to invest, how to make your money last, all those kind of things. But why is the income planning part, it's the most important part, typically, in a retirement plan. Why do most of us not get it right? Is it because we just don't understand it? Well, let's face it, you know, you've been working for 30, 40 years, so you've had a paycheck. So in your eyes, you've, you know, you go to work, you get a paycheck, and that pays your expenses and your bills. But when you go into retirement, this is a whole new world for you. And when you're going into this retirement, you've got to understand that Social Security might not be the, you know, the only source of income that's going to fulfill all your income needs in retirement. So just because you have a good nest egg set aside and you go, well, I'll just draw out, you know, five, six percent a year and, and I, that should be enough to, to make it last for, you know, for as long as I think it should last, you know, and then you're just kind of winging it. You know, I see too many people winging it in retirement and you just can't do that. You've got to have proper planning. You've got to have what I always call enough reliable, sustainable income, right? So, so Social Security be a reliable, sustainable income. A pension, if you have one, would be one of those sources. But you know, you know, you can't just rely on the fact you're just going to draw from one place. You've got to have other sources in place, and you've got to utilize the tools that are out there. Insurance companies provide these types of sources to provide this reliable, sustainable income sources that'll create a comfort level in retirement. And I always tell people all the time when they come in the office, I go, you know, wouldn't you like to know you can go through retirement knowing you have this lifetime job, even though you're not really having to do anything, you know, but you have like a lifetime job that's going to keep paying you for the rest of your life is a, a, a like a personal pension account like think of it that way like in knowing no matter what the markets do you know and it goes sideways for the next five years or whatever whatever the case might be wouldn't it be good to know that at the end of the day you have a paycheck coming in every month like clockwork so you can do all the things you want to do in retirement be comfortable travel spend money on those grandchildren do all the fun things you want to do in retirement but but if you're going to rely on just drawing off of one account your investment account that can go up and down every day and kind of throw all your eggs in one basket if you want to call it you're going to cause issues and there's going to be a day if you didn't get that little wake-up call last year with the pandemic when the markets kind of took a a, a, a tank, if you want to call it, that was a good, I call it the tremor, right? That was a good little wake-up call to say, hey, maybe it's time to change my investment strategy, my investment statement, if you want to call it. So you're doing something that you're going to create that sustainable, reliable income source so you can have a paycheck coming in every month. That's the key to a successful retirement is the number one thing is income planning. So we're going to talk about a little bit more. How do you create your own pension? How do, what, what world does that for us? We're going to talk about that in the next segment. So let's finish with the Social Security because there's no question for most of us, and there's, I don't know, 40, 50% of Americans solely in retirement live on Social Security. That's a challenge. There's no question. But I think a lot of people think of, 
oh, well, I'm going to retire at 62, Kevin, so I'm going to start my Social Security. Well, you know, I'm going to retire at 65 because now I get Medicare, so I'll just start my Social Security then. They don't look at Social Security with the rest of their portfolio, and that's how you look at it. You don't look at Social Security in a vacuum. We know if we wait till 70, we get the most, and if we take it at 62, we get the least. But it doesn't mean you're wrong if you take it at 62 or 70 because everybody's situation is different. You look at Social Security with everything else. You don't look at Social Security in a vacuum. Correct. And that's the biggest piece to this is you know, Social Security is a part of your income planning. So the biggest mistakes, and uh, I think you even talked about this a stat before, right? There is uh, always a stat about the people that are making the mistakes on how they take their Social Security and things like that. Um, but you know, there, there's things that people need to understand that Social Security, you want to maximize that benefit. Because as soon as you turn that paycheck on from your Social Security, that's it. You're locked in for good. And what a lot of people don't realize is when we sit down with people, we build a whole plan around that Social Security to make sure you're maximizing that. Maybe we can find a way to utilize some of your your retirement savings, if you want to call it, and create that income enough to carry you to maybe even all the way up to age 70, where you can get that 8% compounding. Or you know, maybe you have a, a nice big benefit um, and you can have your spouse draw on yours you know, where they can draw 50% of it and push the spouse's benefit up down the road. There's, I mean, there's so many creative ways to maximize the security, but all too often, I would probably say three out of four people, in my opinion, are probably doing the wrong thing when they pick social security because they say, oh, I'm just gonna turn this thing on. And especially, I, I see a lot of people doing this when they're still working. They're like, well, I'm gonna start taking it at 62, even though I'm still working for the next two or three years. I'm gonna do that. And then all they're doing is they're paying more money in taxes on that. And so there's, there's ways of being creative, but that is the biggest, biggest part of our planning process is finding a way to maximize our Social Security because once we turn that benefit on, we want to know that we're creating the biggest bang for the buck for you. And if there's ways for us to use that savings that you have to create like a, what I call it, like a bridge between one date to another, we'll make that work because we run numbers and we'll show you if you, you take it today and go that way or if we use something else to kind of cover you in between there and showing you how that benefit will work. And you'll see long-term, if you maximize and optimize your social security, it's going to benefit you big time in retirement going forward. So if you'd like to sit down with the team at Geiger Investments, talk about your income. Where's it coming from? What about social security? When and how do we take it? Um, Maybe I start it now, my wife starts it later or vice versa. I mean, there's just a lot of options that we don't even really realize. And the team at Geiger Investments has the fancy dancy computer software to pop in your social security options. And it comes out and it's it's a math equation is what it is. It's not emotion. It's built on math. If you'd like to sit down with the team and talk more about this, it's 843-375-8700. Again, no cost for this, no obligation. 843-375-8700. So how do we create our own pension. We don't have one from our work. We've got a 401k. So how do we create our own pension? How do we get that guaranteed income? That's where we're headed next. Stay with us. This is the Retirement Focus Academy powered by Geiger Investments. Kevin Geiger back right after this. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Get the retirement planning information you need by joining Kevin Geiger of Geiger Investments for the Retirement Focus Academy. What's the best way for you to take Social Security? When can you sign up for Medicare and what does it actually cover? What and is there a way to lower your tax bill? These and much more will be discussed. To enroll in an upcoming virtual Retirement Focus Academy course, visit retirementfocusacademy.com or call 843-790-9293. 
plan today so you can do the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Sign up for the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger of Geiger Investments at retirementfocusacademy.com or call 843-790-9293. Advisory services offered through Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, and Geiger Investments are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government. You're listening to the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger, powered by Geiger Investments, 843-375-8700. Today we're talking about income. And income is really, no matter what it comes down to, the number one thing you have to answer, when can I retire? Do I have enough when my money lasts? It's about income. How do I replace the paychecks that are no longer coming in? And there's no question there's Americans that live only on Social Security and retirement. That's a challenge. And if you want to maintain your lifestyle, you probably don't want to solely survive on Social Security. You've got to have some other sources of income. So how do we get reliable income? And you said there's ways to create your own pension. And you don't have one at work, so let's create your own pension where you get a guaranteed paycheck. How does that all work? Well, that's just it. So, you know, many people think, well, you know, reliable income, well, I can just take my dividends from my stocks. And and I go, yeah, that's a great source. But the reality is, is those dividends, you know, the rates can cut down. They could just cut all the dividends altogether. You can't rely on that as being a reliable source. Some say, well, I have rental properties, so my rent's going to be my reliable income source. I hear this all too often. I go, oh, that's true. It can be. But then what happens when the renter has to move out and you have to find a new renter person? Or maybe they just don't pay the bills anymore because they can't afford to pay them. Or you have a big expense because they have to replace the roof on your rental properties. I always say rental properties in retirement can sometimes be more of an expense and a headache than it can be reliable income sources, right? So outside of Social Security, you know, the the other sources is using annuities, right? So I always say you got to have a pass in retirement, right? So if you hopefully have a pension, great. If you have, you know, an annuity uh, that's going to provide that income source that's a reliable, dependable income, that's the other part of it. And of course, you get Social Security. So if you don't have a pass in retirement, you're not going to be as, you know, comfortable in retirement knowing that no matter what the markets do, no matter what happens to my rental property or stocks and things like that, this is something that's going to provide that dependable, reliable income source. So I always tell people when they come in, I go, you know, do you have a pass? What do you mean a pass? I go, well, pension, annuity, Social Security. If you don't, you know, if you're missing one of those, hopefully you have the other two, you know, and that's the biggest key to it all, to providing that reliable income source. Because, you know, we keep preaching this and you're going to keep hearing me say this today, but the income planning is the number one piece to your retirement puzzle. You have to understand that you might have heard people say this before, but this is the honest truth. You've left your job, you're retired, your income has stopped. You need to make sure that you're putting something in place that's going to provide that pension-like account for yourself for the rest of your life. No matter what the markets do, you know that you have this dependable, reliable income source, and that's the key to a successful retirement. And you know, if you went back to the 70s, 80s, and 90s, it was the old theory was 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds. And that's because bonds were double-digit interest rates at the time. And if, if interest rates went down, your bond values went up. Well, we know right now we're in a very low interest rate environment. So bonds, if interest rates rise, you actually lose value there. So instead of the old 60-40 stocks and bonds, maybe it's 60-40 and, and other tools in there to replace those. And you can still do okay with bonds, but it's not the world of the 70s and 80s and 90s that with bonds for sure. The annuity world might be a, a, 
an option for you. And I think, Kevin, one of the challenges when you talk about annuities, because we all hear the commercials, I hate annuities and you should too. Then we have the other ones that the people only offer annuities and they're like, this is all you need. And my guess is they're both are wrong. The answer is somewhere in the middle. Yes? Yeah, that's exactly right. So I always call myself more of a hybrid advisor, right? I, I represent all different worlds. I, I represent the insurance world to bring annuities in uh, when they're needed, right? We also do the investment side where we do investments uh, for people that are going to invest into the market, you know, but the way we do our investment strategies is a whole lot different than going to your stockbroker. We're not there trying to shoot for the skies and, and make you a ton of money. Uh, because the reality is, if you're trying to shoot for the sky, the good chances you're going to shoot for, you know, seven feet underground when you know you lose really big in the market. You know, we do investment strategies to try to eliminate the risk as much as we can inside your portfolio. You obviously, can't eliminate all of it, but at the same time, we're trying to find protective growth across the board. But you know, when you look at this, when you look at annuities, annuities can be a good fit. You know, they they're key piece to the puzzle to providing that reliable, dependable income source. You know, I always tell people all the time, people come in, well, I, don't, I hate annuities. I hate annuities. They go, why do you hate annuities? Because someone told me they're bad. And I go, okay, you show me something else that can provide you this dependable, reliable income source outside of your social security or pension. Outside of that, you show me another source that can actually provide that. And many times, you know, people come back all the time and go, I really couldn't figure that out. I go, exactly. You know, so the whole point of these insurance companies are is they've seen the times are changing. Pensions are going away, left and right. I mean, more companies are doing this. Even if you have a pension today, there's a chance that your company could end up, you know, not being able to fulfill those those requirements to make those payments out to you anymore. And all of a sudden, your pension can be moved over to the pension guarantee fund, and all of a sudden, now it can be cut down to half. Think about that. If you're getting ten thousand dollars a month, for example, and you get it cut down to five thousand dollars, that's going to put a big change into your lifestyle going forward in retirement. But the insurance companies have gotten smart. You know, they've been doing this for years and years and years. But more recently, they've really seen that the, you know, done their homework, realizing that people need something that's going to be reliable. And if you've done a good job saving for retirement, and you could take a portion of that money and put it into the an insurance company to provide this dependable, reliable income source, well, now you're going to have that pass in retirement. Now you're going to have the income that you need, and you're relying on an insurance company, which is also pretty good with their money versus a company that you have to rely on the dependability that they're going to be able to continue to pay those benefits out to their people. So it's a great resource. And I think people need to be open-minded to realize that there's a lot of good annuities out there that can actually help you and make sure that you are comfortable in retirement having that paycheck come in every single month and every single day of the month. And you think about it, you talk about with our retirement accounts that we need to be diversified, right? I mean, and 20 mutual funds is not diversification because you're all in the same world. It's across the different worlds, the banking world, the insurance world, and the investment world. But if you think about it, life insurance companies are really, or insurance companies, I should say, are really playing both ends of the spectrum. Life insurance that we get to protect our family, especially when we have a young, growing family, if we die early, then the insurance company would lose, right? But if we last for a long time, then we kind of win, right? The annuity world, uh, that one is one that when you can get lifetime guaranteed income, if you pass early, I would think that the insurance company would, would maybe lose on that one. No, it'd be the opposite way, wouldn't it? Life insurance, the insurance companies win if we pass later. And if we pass early, I don't know, it's confusing, but the annuities and life insurance actually work on opposite ends of the spectrum for the insurance companies, don't they? 
Correct. That's exactly right. So clear that up. Clear that up. I just confused (laughs) it. I confused myself. No, that's exactly right. So, you know, the whole point of an annuity is to provide that lifetime income. You know, obviously insurance companies bank in the idea that not everyone's going to outlive their money, but there's a good portion that will. Well, life insurance is the complete opposite of that, right? So life insurance, you know, you get into life insurance right now and then tomorrow I drive away and I get hit by a bus and I die. Well, guess what? The insurance company's lost. You probably only paid a couple hundred bucks for that premium or whatever the case might be. And now they're paying a million dollars out to my family. You know, versus me, you know, paying in this this life insurance over the next 20, 30 years, obviously the insurance company is going to win in that end. So, but both of those kind of plans, you know, complement each other for the insurance companies, which is what helps the insurance companies stay financially stable. And that's an important thing because all you're doing is you're moving that risk, your risk of running out of money and moving that to the insurance company to help you become comfortable in retirement, knowing that you're spreading the risk to them and they're doing their job to make sure that paycheck keeps coming to you in retirement. You know, people don't balk when it comes to life insurance, which is hilarious to me in a sense because life insurance is basically a backwards annuity, right? So we're all good with the life insurance, but we don't like the idea of giving an insurance company money to provide me guaranteed, dependable, reliable income for the rest of my life as well as my spouse. So think of it like that. When people say, well, I don't like annuities, I go, well, do you like life insurance? Well, yeah. Well, it's the same thing. It's just backwards in the way it works, but it can provide a really good, reliable income source for yourself to help you, you know, get through retirement comfortably. No matter what the markets do, you can have something that's going to be in place that's going to provide that that income that you're going to need in retirement. And so there's so many different types of annuities. There are so many companies that offer them. Kevin and the team at Geiger Investments, that's their job to go through all of that and say, hey, here's your three best options if an annuity makes sense for you. If it doesn't make sense for you, they'll never bring it up. But you have the immediate annuities where if you do um, I, you know, immediate annuities, you are giving up control. I mean, that is the one where that you've heard that, oh, I hate annuities, you should too. That's the one where you, you buy an immediate annuity, your income starts immediately, and you pass away, and then, sorry, you did it was just for you, so the insurance company keeps all your money. You kind of lose in that situation, obviously. There are fixed annuities, which I think we could, I don't know if compliance allows us to, but they're similar to a bank CD. Um, in that they're, they're going to give you maybe a little bit more interest than the CD will at the bank. Then there's fixed index annuities, and there are growth annuities, there are income annuities. There's just a lot of moving parts. How do you maybe dumb it down for us to understand it a little bit better? Yeah, and that's just it. So, you know, insurance companies have created all different versions of annuities to fit everyone's needs, right? Oh, and I did forget but, the variable annuities, which are yeah, all in the market, and they have the highest fees probably of all annuities. Absolutely. Because think about it. You know, people are like, oh, variable annuities are expensive. I go, yeah, but it's also giving you the ability to invest into the stock market. So think of it as an insurance company. If you're a high risk for a life insurance policy, you bet they're going to charge more money for that life insurance plan, right? Well, it's the same thing. If you're investing into a variable annuity, yeah, you're going to pay a little more, but you're going to have a lot more upside opportunity. But there's obviously a lot more downside the insurance company has to you know, absorb. So that's a big key to the whole puzzle. But there's times where a variable annuity can be a good fit for certain clients. And you know, that, that we could talk all day about that stuff. But, you know, you've got the fixed annuities. You know, these, these are great, you know, CD alternatives, as I always say. People that have CDs, but they're looking for some more growth, but they want a fixed rate. Great opportunity. The fixed annuities pay a lot better than CDs do at the bank, and they're tax deferred. You know, so that's a big piece. And then you got fixed index annuities, which is kind of like the middle. It's, it's allowing you to kind of follow an index like an S&P 500, you know, depending on how that's doing. And you get a piece of that growth every year. And if the market goes down, you know, the S&P goes down 15, 20% for the year, a lot of these index annuities have it structured out where you don't have any, you know, loss. You're not going to absorb any losses, uh, but you're also not going to get 100% of the growth either. So there's a balance to that. 
and that could be a great fit. And then obviously getting into the the income annuities, you know, there's the, what they call living benefit riders that can be added to these types of annuities, which can provide that that what they call guaranteed lifetime income, or what we like to call is reliable, sustainable income. This is sustainable, meaning it's going to provide that income for you, so you don't have to worry about the burden of outliving your own money. You know, and if you're concerned about that, which you know studies show that a lot of people are very concerned about this stuff. These are a great tool that you should be open-minded to and take a look at. You know, and it's neat because we can run these illustrations to show these things and it's fun to watch how it's going to play out in your retirement. So these are a lot of opportunities that I think a lot of tools in particular that you could take advantage of. So do you have uh, annuity workshops on the Retirement Focus Academy? My guess is yep. yes, yes. Okay, yeah, we so, do. Yes. So there you go. You want to learn more about this and listen to Kevin talk about the annuity world, retirementfocusacademy.com. There's no cost for this. It's a great way to learn a little bit more about it. And if you just go, holy cow, income. I've never really put this all together on how I'm going to replace my paychecks. How do I create other forms of income? What about the annuity world? Is it right for me? Is it not right for me? And if it is right for you, I guarantee you that Geiger Investments will bring it up. And if it's not right for you, they will not bring it up because it's about you at Geiger Investments. What do you need to make your retirement better? Again, the number, 843-375-8700, 843-375-8700. Thanks for being with us today for the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger. Kevin, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Have a great week. We'll do it again next week. Sounds good, Mark, and take care, y'all. This has been the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger. Advisory services offered through Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member of FINRA and SIPC. Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, and Geiger Investments are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Blackridge Asset Management LLC is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Blackridge Asset Management LLC. This radio show is a paid placement.